When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The apple season is almost done. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Connell's Family Orchard in Chippewa Falls is picking some of its last varieties this week. Rick Connell says a small crew is out right now harvesting that last 2% of the crop. Connell Reds, Honey Golds, and Red and Golden Delicious are some of those late season varieties. Unfortunately, while the orchard will be open through mid-November, their apple supply is tight due to some unfortunate weather this year. We did have a really hard freeze in May. We were pretty scared at the time. We thought we lost everything. The lower areas, we did lose everything. Some of the trees, you know, from your chest down or even your head down, there won't be any apples on the tree, you know. But from there up, there'd be apples on the tree. Our land is real hilly, so the lower areas froze out, you know. But the higher ground, we have a full crop up on the higher ground. So we figure we lost about 40% of our crop, which is bad, but it's also really good because we thought we had a total loss in May. So we're really fortunate to have what we do have. Generally, we're open mid-November to late November. This year, we'll probably, we're going to try to stay open till mid-November just because it's a business that we built over the years. So we want to, you know, keep and maintain that business. Uh, we are running lower on varieties due from just there being a lack of like the, the varieties that we have in the lower land, like the Firesides and the Eider Reds. Last year, we had Wealthies, Macintosh, Cortlands through the end of November. And this year, we are running really low on them. And we are already out of Wealthies and possibly even Cortlands in a very short period of time. 40% of your crop, that's huge. What's your usual output? Last year was just shy of 10,000 bushels. So this year, we're probably at about five, 6,000 total. Now, the frost was just kind of one weather event that was problematic for apples. There was also some drought and some strong winds. Were those kind of more curveballs that Mother Nature threw at you guys? We're, we're at the mercy of her. But we did have some strong winds that actually blew over um, a few trees. It did knock a few apples off, but um, those, that, those winds were earlier in the year when the stem is still real strong. So we're pretty, pretty lucky there. As far as the drought, our, our land, again, is hilly. It's uh, real heavy ground pretty much solid clay. So whatever moisture we did get, the the ground held really well. We did put in irrigation to our raspberries this year. And I think if we didn't do that, we probably wouldn't have had any raspberries or they would be really small. Uh, The trees we planted this year, uh, we didn't plant very many. It was probably just Oh, I think about 400 trees we planted this year. We did tender water out to those trees and um, watered them. The water is really important when a tree is first planted, uh, more important than an existing tree. Because of that, those trees were able to set some good roots in the ground this year. So, Tendering water means, were you guys carrying buckets out there or bringing it like in a trailer? <laughs> How does that work? We use a 300-gallon 
trailer with a, it's like a pup trailer. Also used a thousand gallon one. And we also had like a tote that we carried on the forks of the front of the tractor so we could carry, you know, some extra water out because each tree we'd put, you know, a couple gallons around each tree. Actually, it was probably more like five gallons per tree every time we did it. So to save some time running back and forth, um, we'd, we'd carry a few hundred extra gallons on front, you know, 300 gallons behind. And then the different, the, we have another tractor that we use to pull the bigger trailer out there. All this fruit you guys grow, is it, does it go to people who come to you and buy it or are you sending it elsewhere? Pretty much everything we grow goes out the front door. You know, we, we're a retail place. We kind of specialize in the family, you know, where families can come out, have a good time, go for a wagon ride, pick their own raspberries, grab some apples, grab a bakery treat, and maybe some jams and jellies. Kind of focus on that over the wholesale. Uh, generally, at the end of the year, we'll sell to, like, small grocery stores, schools. We're actually, we sell two schools, you know, throughout the season, but... Most everything we sell goes right out the front door. A lot of our ingredients uh, we make at the end of the season, you know, for our apple butter or our sauce that goes into our donuts, we'll use kind of what's left over at the end of the year. And we're already starting to prepare for next year at the end of this year. Yeah. Speaking of preparing for next year, you know, as we head into, dare I say, winter, how do you prepare the orchard for cold weather? Well, we got to get the snowmobiles ready. <laughs> so there's really not much you can do, you know, for preparing. Uh, we'll go out and uh, clean up the orchard, get the grass mowed down real low to the ground um, so it doesn't harbor mice. Everything has to get packed up and put away and winterized. But basically, for the trees, you just you just let Mother Nature run its course. The trees that we have can handle the best of uh, Wisconsin's winters. So, but the early frost in the spring, once the trees are producing those buds or the flower, is that kind of the biggest determinant of the crop for 2022? Is that potential late frost? Yeah, that is. All, yep, that is that is definitely a scare factor. This year, we already had damaging real cold nights in in April, and there was already some damage done before the May freeze. There's been a few things we've been looking into. They do make, you know, fans to blow down warmer air from above the inversion layer down. It won't really work all that well with our land because it's so hilly. The hills kind of help out with having the, with the inversion layer. We are looking into a frost buster, and that is a machine that blows warm air with great force underneath of the trees. And what that does is it warms up the water molecules in the air. And then the warm air and the warm water molecules rise up, and then those warm water molecules land on the blossom or the bud. The bud or the blossom absorbs the warmth out of that water molecule. So you're not actually keeping it warm by warming up the air. You're warming up the water in the air, and then the blossom and bud are able to absorb that warmth. Kind of a big expense. On a year like this, it would have been it would have been worth having spent that. Rick, I want to talk about the agribusiness side or the agritourism side, I should say, of the business. How has attendance been so far this year at the Orchard? Attendance has been great. We have a very wonderful customer base. Uh, we have people who come back year after year after year, and we've been doing this for 163 years. 
Um, we have people who walk in and say, we've never been here before. You said you guys do a lot of your own preserves and such, but any trouble getting supplies like jars or donut mix or cider jugs? Well, let's put it this way. There has been a problem in every aspect of, of obtaining products, packages of any kind. There's, we've, we've faced obstacles every which way, from bags to containers, spoons, bowls, ingredients. We face problems just about at every aspect. Have you had to do anything creative? <laughs> yes, we've had it. We've we've had to switch a couple containers. We try to keep a fair inventory on hand, so we're able to kind of weather out some of those problems and just be patient and hope that whatever you're waiting on comes in at on time. <laughs> Going into a season like the apple season, it's a it's a very busy time for us. We try to be as prepared, not just for this week and for this weekend, but. For next year, we try to carry over as much stuff as we can, like the bags. Things that won't go bad that you can have ahead of time is always great. What about workforce? Yeah, there's, there's been all kinds of obstacles this year. Workforce has been hard. With having the lesser crop, we were able to get by with a few less people. The crew that I do have, I owe a huge thanks to. To kind of cap things off, I just wanted to to ask about the other fruit you guys grow. The plums in particular, you have blueberries, raspberries, plums, and pumpkins. Was that able to make up for some of the apple loss? It's really hard to replace an apple with a plum. If somebody comes in and they're looking for uh, a certain kind of apple, generally we have an apple that's a fair comparison. But if somebody comes in and they're looking to make applesauce or an apple pie, it's pretty hard to convince them to, to make a plum pie. With growing over 30 varieties of apples, that's where those other varieties have come in. Uh, we have a, a variety called a Fortune. It's a wonderful apple. It's been around for a really long time. And it's, it's really been underrated for years. I'm kind of hoping that with the shortages of the other apples that people might be looking for, you know, they'll try a fortune or try another kind of apple and open up their minds to, you know, other great apples that, w that are available. Some silver lining here. Yeah. Yeah. And Rick, I also understand you're bringing people to the orchard with some upcoming events, too. We're having a classic car show this Saturday, October 16th. Um, and then at the end of the month, we're having the Field of Screams. It's our fifth year doing it. It's really a lot of fun. You come here, you get on the wagon. The wagon gives you a ride out to the Field of Screams. You go through it. It's a haunted walk. It's really a lot of fun. And And then when you're all done, you get a ride back and maybe have a hot glass of cider or, you know, a bakery treat. That will be at Connell's Family Orchard in Chippewa Falls. Rick Connell joining us today with a look at this year's apple crop in his area. Again, they'll be open through mid-November. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.